The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the More You Noble Sports Podcast. Today is September 5th, Labor Day. Cardinals begin the day eight and a half games ahead of the dead Milwaukee Brewers. And welcome back, Jack Flaherty. Yeah, it's, I mean, eight and a half games. I think you can officially say that the division's over. I, I mean, are you like you said this a couple weeks ago, I think, or a couple pods ago, I don't know, whenever you said it. Uh, well, I'm not even paying attention to what the Brewers do anymore. Like, I know you were sending me updates because you were watching the Diamondbacks games. And, the, the, hey, shout out to the Diamondbacks for just taking care of business again with the Brewers. But I don't even – I'm not scoreboard watching one bit. Apparently I'm looking Nolan, up. Looking up. Apparently Nolan Arenado is scoreboard he watching. Yeah, he, he, says he, does, he says he does every day. He says mm. since the second half started, he watches it every day. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure, you know, anybody who says they aren't when they're playing probably telling a lie. Not Paul Goldschmidt. I guarantee he does not look at it at all, ever. <laughs> he probably doesn't even know how it works. He, doesn't. he said he doesn't even yeah. look at his stats. <laughs> yeah, he probably doesn't even know how it works. He said if my stats weren't in front of me when I'm hitting every time, I'd have no idea what they were. I mean, is there anything more Paul Goldschmidt than that? No, he's the only one that can say that and not actually believe him. Agreed. Like Agreed. if John Carlson said that, I'd be like, you're not telling the truth. Um, Heading into the National Series, again, another series win, this time a sweep. Uh, just looking back at before we move forward, I mean, obviously Monty comes out on Friday night. I don't even know what you say about him anymore. We, I, I said it on here. He, he feels like he was born and bred to be a St. Louis Cardinal. It just, he has that feel. Now, I don't know what the future holds for him here in St. Louis. I know he's back next year, but after that, I don't know. But I mean, you're talking about a guy who's five and zero with a 1.47 ERA since joining the Cardinals. Yeah. I want to be surprised if the future is them offering him a contract extension. But um, he was really good, and he didn't have his best stuff either. He worked around some things, had a lot of traffic on the bases, but he got out of it. Like, he just doesn't – he doesn't get too high or too low when he's out there. Which Agreed. is the best quality I think he has. I mean, he's been in the biggest stage. Like, when you're on the Yankees, it's a postseason stage every night with the amount of attention on you. So, to be in St. Louis, he's kind of hiding right now. Like, he doesn't – he's not – has no worries, I don't think. No, and the offense shows up. You go out, you win 8 nothing. Uh, you come back the next night. Uh, with eight more, even though Wayno obviously did not have Wayno type stuff. Looked looked out of the shoot. He looked right pretty good. First two outs, and then all of a sudden it just sort of fell apart. Fran Mill Reyes has hit us us very well, it seems like this year. And then all of a sudden, who guess who's sitting there at the number four slot? Ian Happ. Like yeah. he he's your boy Aramis Ramirez all over again. No, I like Ian Happ. I hate Aramis Ramirez, but <laughs> Um, yeah, he didn't look great. And I think the funniest thing of that was that Yachty went up to Ollie to take him out. I know. He said his stuff's bad. He's not locating. His stuff's not moving. Take him out. And, when, and apparently there was like some like he, somewhat heated, sarcastic discussion. But I like that Ollie wasn't afraid to take him out. And honestly, it's good because you don't have – you can spell innings when you can. Like you don't need Wayno to go seven every game right now. Agreed. Like you're going to go win anyway, but Wayno take five innings to get out. Agreed. And, you know, you came on here last pod and absolutely buried Yachty. So now he had a great week. And I didn't bury Yachty. Don't say that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hey, I don't it was nice that out there. That oh no, but well, first of all, I don't think anybody believes it. But if I mean the, the double the opposite way was as vintage Yachty as you could get to clear the base. Did he look like he swung all the way? He just like <laughs> got he does. to it. No, he doesn't. Um, until he does, and then he normally misses. Um, 
See, there you go. Yeah. Burying him again. It's true. If you see it, when was the last time you saw Yachty take it like a hack and it worked out well? It has been a minute. Yeah, I mean, he looked, I don't know. I mean, he looked like Yachty. He looked like he was getting big hits when he needed them and he was guiding the ball. That's what you wanted to do. I don't want to see Yachty ever at a home run again for the Cardinals. Because I'm just trying to. Right. You and might I don't not. Want him to try to. Yeah. What do you have? Three hits, three, four hits, three hits this weekend, I think. I think three. Maybe four. Um, and then, you know, like I said, Wayno gives up the four runs. But then the, again, bullpen comes out, shuts him down, does their job. You walk out Saturday night with an 8 4 victory. Uh, Tyler's back hitting bombs over the weekend. Tommy Edmonds, Tommy Edmond is raking. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else you say. You say because then yesterday happens and the entire world. I, it's right. It's the script that writes itself, dude. I don't know what to say at this point. You and I came on in, in March, and I, I will eat as much crow as you need me to eat. I said, hey, I'm okay with Albert coming here. It does feel like potentially this is just a sell ticket thing, which it was. Let's not argue that. Um, but I also, you and I talked a lot about how let him hit lefties, and we've seen what he's done against lefties. Cubs bring in a lefty. Everybody knows what's coming. Open base at first base, and David Ross says, eh, don't yeah, walk he, he didn't want to be the guy that stopped Albert Pujols from getting the 700 home runs. I think that was part of what his thinking. And he probably honestly went out to the guy and said, hey, do you want him? And the guy was probably like, yeah. I mean, if you're Hughes or whoever that guy was, and you're like, okay, so either I get him out, and that'd be cool, and we we probably still lose this game, or I'm another, I'm one of the pitchers that gets Albert Pujols to 700 home runs. Like, what's the, what's the loss there? You don't Agreed. lose. Agreed. And he just does it. I mean, I, the last month and a half has been absolutely a ridiculous thing to watch as a fan. I, it writes itself almost damn near every night and at least once a series, it writes itself. And then he, then to deliver, that's the, like the script itself with him coming up the run, you know, winning run on second, but then to hit a bomb. I almost couldn't believe it when he hit it. I was like, he did it I don't again. even know what to say anymore. That's what happened. That's what I said. I literally was. I was sitting next to Grace. I said he did it again. Like he literally, he just did it again. I don't know what we to say. Were, we were up at the ranch and I yelled so loudly. Your mom was not paying attention. And I almost gave her a heart attack. It was it was unreal. I couldn't believe it. Like it wasn't even. I wasn't surprised. But it was just like he's done this how many times in the last two weeks and he just did it again. He has one at bat a game sometimes against lefties and every time you know he's probably going to do something. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. It might not be that, but it's going to be something. You know, like, I honestly it, thought when he came up, they were going to walk him. I really, I mean, that's as a baseball, like I'm there. I'm like, well, I prepared to do it were me. I'm putting him on first base. I'm not. Now I'm 20 games out of first place. Who gives a fuck? Well, that's what David Ross said. Literally. He probably said those exact words. He was like, Hey, throw him a fastball. See what happens. And then the, the reactions of, first of all, of the fans, one of my buddies sent me a text this morning. And if you look from the, the rear Pujols angle, so like you're looking, you can see the five Pujols, you know what I'm talking about, from the third base dugout, yeah. that camera well. Um, he and his kids are right above the the um, dugout, the first base dugout, and you can see his son just going crazy when the ball's hit out. And then obviously, it, it's pretty cool, he circled him and sent it to me. Uh, but to see the reactions of Nolan, to see the reactions of Yachty, to see Lars. the reactions of the crowd, and then the the entire team, Unbelievable. And this is one of the best shots of the year. Whoever decided to sit behind the first base dugout with the 695 sign, like the, the three letters, that was yes. numbers. The three numbers. numbers. There we go. Um, we call those like, numerals. It was, it was like a movie because you see it, and then the 695 is being held up. 
And then the coolest thing to me was he was smiling like he was almost laughing at how ridiculous he is that he comes up and does that every single time. He was smiling the entire time around the bases. in his head, I I did it again. I did it again. Like I tweeted out that Switcher, I've been saying this. It's like the this welcome to the newest Disney Plus reality show. I I want when he gets to seven hundred because he's getting there. Albert doesn't get this close to something and not do it. When is he ever? I agree. He's gonna do it. He's five, dude. He could hit two tomorrow today. He's playing as Anibal Sanchez. He could hit two today somehow. And he's not. Three is he in the lineup? I had. It's a lineup release. Okay. Yeah. Right. I hadn't seen the, the lineup. I looked earlier and it hadn't been released. He's yet. in. Donovan's not, so it's giving him a day off probably. But okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. I'm glad they put Gorman in. But um, he's doing it. Like I would bet every single dollar in my bank account that he's going to do it. Would you bet against him? No, I'm going Thursday to the game, and then they're out. They're out of town for a while, right? I think they go. Does he face Patrick Corbin? Because that might be four home runs. He might get no. there just off. I honestly, Corbin. I don't know. I don't know who he faces. No, I think Thursday, we miss but... Corbin. What is the? What are the odds of that? Yeah, we don't face Patrick Corbin. Well, you know, whatever. Of course, the worst lefty in baseball. Why would we get to face him? Um, six ninety five, one away from a Rod. Obviously, five now away from joining just three other people at the seven hundred level. You know, uh, it. If we came on here in April. And said there's no chance. Like, he has almost zero shot to play to to get to 700. And yet, here we sit, Labor Day, September 5th, and you're saying it's it's done, he's breaking it. He's, well, I'm not saying it's done, but I would be shocked if he doesn't get there. I, I think shocked. I would, too, at this point. If he gets, say, let's say in the next four weeks, he just hits three more, which is he's on pace to do more than that, what he's been doing. You don't think he's hitting two against the Pirates in a seven games in a row against them? Yeah. Like, he's going to do it. I Let me know. ask you this. Let me ask you this. If you're Ollie, right, and the last three games are here or the last three are at Pittsburgh? I know. I think it, I think the last the, three are at Pittsburgh. The last three are at Pittsburgh. Okay, that's what I thought. So then, never mind. Crushes, I was going to flip it and say, if he's at 699 and you're on the road and you're coming home, like, I almost wouldn't start him because he's got to hit it here at Bush Stadium. Um. He would be starting every game for me right now until <laughs> until we get to San Diego or Milwaukee, I guess, until we get to the two-game against Milwaukee. Okay. He'd start every game against Washington and Pittsburgh. Okay. I can understand I'm that. that. I'm I have, at that point. Yeah, early in the year, and you and I were both on there. Earlier in the year, we were not happy with him getting the bats against right-handed batters no. or right-handed pitchers. My apologies. But now he he's had some – it's the guys who throw so hard. It's the Cor- Corbin Burns. The guys who not really, locate. though, anymore. Yeah, yeah those, those, Strider. That's true. That is true. Like it's not. I mean, he's he's not back to being Albert. He's not, but he's back to being as close to Albert as we've seen since he left. Do you think there's a part in the back of his head that's saying, "I'd like to go after the babe next year"? No. Okay. You think he's at complete? I don't peak? think. I don't, I don't think he cares. Okay. I'm not saying hitting a 700 is not something that matters to him. But I, I, I believe him when he says that he genuinely just cares about trying to help the team win every game. And when it comes like that, that's probably what he wants. I definitely – I will him. say I do think he wants to pass A-Rod. I really do. Well, yeah, but that's already done. He's already going to pass him. Oh, okay. All he's right. at 795, dude. You think he's going to – Albert Pujols is not – He's not. He's at 695. If he were at 795, this would be a different conversation. Sorry, if he was 695. But he's not – Albert Pujols isn't behind A-Rod at anything ever, and he's not going to be at the end of this year. Agreed. Agreed. Um, it like I said, it's been awesome to watch. And honestly, the 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 this lead that got buried yesterday 
was Miles Michaels pitched his ass off for seven innings and was incredible and was vintage Miles. A uh, lot of lot of people on Twitter not cherry picking Miles Michaels stats yesterday. Yeah. Um, before we move on to him, you made sure. a good point, and I'll get to him. But I want to go Albert. I want to add one more thing. Coming sure. into this year, Albert had a ninety nine point five WAR. He had been trending downwards the last five years, uh, getting negative WAR each year. He has a one point four WAR. He's over hundred for his career now. One hundred point nine. Where does it? Do you have that in front of you? Where does that rank all time? Do you have the all time? I don't, okay, I don't know right. how I'm going to find that. That's right. And I don't know if it'd be up. Baseball there, reference it. has it set up on there, but it's okay. Yeah, don't worry about I, it. I, I mean, I don't know. Top 20, probably, right? Top what's the, 10 what position the, what's players, the best maybe? We saw Babe 139. Babe and Barry. Barry's yeah. the best. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, they get, I mean, that's incredible. His, he Absolutely. Has eight, he has an 874 OPS this year. Yeah. That's against everybody. Um, it's not even far so, his career pace. Uh, Miles, we don't have to spend a lot of time on Miles. We we know. Look, there were people he's after great. the outing in Cincinnati saying, "Oh, I don't even know if he's going to be one of your top three starters." Like, what are you? What are? What have you been watching all year? That's what I want to know. That makes you go to a phone and type that. I don't know. I mean, he was. I mean, he, Miles Michaelis is a really, really solid pitcher, but he's not Jacob Degrom. He's not going to be great every time out. No, like he's not. And he's been great in moments where you need to be great. He saved the bullpen. He's had a great year. He still has an ERA under 3.5, which is fantastic. If you would have told me that before the year, like that would have been I would have been all in on it. And that's and if you exclude, you know, the clunker in Colorado, which I know you can't because it's about averages, but right, if right. you do, then I mean he has like almost a sub three. Like he's been great. I don't have I don't I mean, did it surprise anybody that he went out there and dominated the Cubs? No. I wasn't surprised at all. It was vintage so it miles even like, too. Like I was watching a game, he's dotting spots. He's getting ground balls. He's getting pop-ups when he needs them. He was doing everything. Like, it was what we had seen the majority of the year outside of two or three or four hiccups through the entire season. There's part of me that really wishes they would have kept a six-man rotation. Yeah, I'm, I'm, when we were gonna get, I want to get to that in a minute. But, yeah, I, I agree. That's kind of wild. Just because I, I get it because the sixth man has not been good. We can talk about him in a little bit. But I just – I think anytime you can get – just maybe four or five innings off of those Wayno and Michaelis is on. They're not young. Like Michaelis is getting up towards 35 now. And Wayno is obviously 41 now. Like, I think that's a positive. You need those guys ready for playoffs. And these games, like against the Cubs and the and the Washington Nationals, well, yeah, you want to win all of them. They don't really matter all that much unless you're going to catch the Mets or the Braves. Right. And I don't even know if that's even possible. Like, I know that they're close, so we can talk about that a little bit later. But, I mean, to make up five and a half games against two teams that just don't like losing very much, it's going to be difficult. So I don't know. Yes. I don't know. It's going to be very difficult. Um, a couple other things. Was really, really excited for the Hell's Bells entrance yesterday. Uh, Bally Sports didn't show it. Evidently, it didn't happen. That doesn't just need to be a night thing. Let's get this thing rolling. Uh, no, he I deserves it. it. One, and the crowd. Could you imagine? Hold on. Could you imagine after Albert goes tank and puts him up 2 nothing, and then you get the out and then hair starts Hell's? That place might have imploded oh i think the thing that they're doing is a light thing where it like flashes on and off like you saw um felix batista's entrance yes felix but yeah i must have yeah. jose batista um but the, you that's really the bat that flip when... guy and the guy that odor so you know you're kind of in the same now the doors with the orioles you were in the seven degrees of separation. On my point. can i finish it you can't really do that in the middle of the day it doesn't like work you won't see it so i get it you still have like an intro video and stuff. I don't know if they yes. did or not, but um, damn it. Sorry, the Orioles are, are not coming in the clutch. I really want them to win today. <laughs> They're not doing it. 
Yeah, I thought we'd talk about them a little bit later, too. So let's get to a couple things before we get to the week series with Nationals. We don't need to spend a lot of time on this, um, but there are a couple things I would like to talk about. Uh, we've gone, I don't know how long we've gone here, without saying Nolan Arenado, Player of the Month for the month of August. Cardinals were 21-7 and seven in August. Nolan, Player of the Month um, for the second time this year. They said, I mean, God, if Goldie wasn't, I don't know, an alien, like Nolan would be winning the MVP his first ever. He's been, he's been so good. It's like, it's like, I don't know. Like I didn't even realize he's been so good for so long that I wasn't even thinking about player of the month. I know. I was like, this is Nolan. Like, isn't is this special? Like, is he going to win player of the month? I don't know. But I mean, he had nine homers, like 25 RBIs or 28 RBIs or something. Like he's just, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I talk about him every show. He had 29 RBIs. Goldie oh, had 27. So 56 between the two of them uh, and in the I month of the August. And then you add in the Nolan. I, I, can't, I didn't go through. I was actually going to try and sit down and go through this, but I didn't. The plays that he's made just in the month of August defensively, that has to be over 10. That you ever, you're like, wow, what just happened? And, you know, it's, it's well, how many times? Has Goldie won? Goldie's won it once this year. And so three months. He won it in May. Yeah, it was Goldie in May. I couldn't remember when it was. Um, yeah, Goldie struggled a little bit the last. Goldie struggled a little bit the last seven days. Nobody's concerned. Well, he had a homer two days ago. I, I'm just saying though, if you look at his over, game. if you it's look at his overall game. numbers for the last seven days, he's hitting like 170. Yeah, I don't care. No, agree. Because that's you the know thing. What that means the fact that we're still winning is means that the guys like Tommy Edmond and all the guys stepping up, like that's huge. Like, Tyler, you know, we need to talk. We can talk about Tommy Edmond a little bit. Like, he's kind of he he had a bad series. He had one hit, I think. Who? Tyler. The bomb? Yeah. Did he only have one bomb this weekend, or did he have two? He had one. I thought he hit one Friday and Saturday. Okay, so. I don't believe so. Okay. Can you move your mic a little, uh, away a little bit from your mouth? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, we had some technical difficulties. Is You're that better? For a second. Yeah, that's better. Okay, my apologies. Um, there was something that's I wanted better. to say. What was it? Oh, no, I'm going to make a bold statement, and I don't know if you can disagree with If you have something from your old man days where you, that you remember, I think Nolan Arenado had the best defensive game I've ever seen on Monday. I mean, on Friday. Um, He made like 10 I, plays that I don't think any other third baseman makes half of them. Yeah. Like if Rafael Devers was over there, we might have lost that game. <laughs> no offense, Rafi, but Shot it's at true. Rafi. It's true. Like the, For no reason. Uh, well, he's just a bad defensive third baseman that I thought of. But, I mean, that play he made to save the run in the first inning, just to even try and make that play is phenomenal. Correct. I mean, I'm in Manny Machado, only people that might even try that, and Matt Chapman. And then to and then every he had like 10 balls to him, and none of them were easy, and he made every single one of them look like they were routine ground balls straight at him. The play he made with the ball that hit off the bag, and his hands just get right to it, He's in foul territory, makes an absolute perfect throw. You know, and like what, I said, we've talked about it ad nauseum on here. Uh, there's no, there, I don't, I'm out of adjectives. I'm out of adjectives to describe his defense. I'm out of adjectives to describe what Paul Goldschmidt has done this year. And I am completely out of adjectives to, uh, to describe what we've seen with Albert. Like, as someone who speaks in hyperboles quite a bit, I can only use amazing, awesome, incredible, fantastic, extraordinary. So I, I don't know what else to say. You want to know what's crazy about what you just said? The play you named wasn't even – he didn't even make that on the game I'm talking about. Oh, I that's know. I know. I was just – No, that's what I'm saying. That's how good he Referring back. Like that, that was like the game before. Wednesday. That was yeah. like the game before. The it was, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, and he, did, he threw it to second. Yep. And he got him out. I don't 
I, no. I don't know. I have nothing to say. He's the best player maybe I've ever seen in a Cardinal uniform, other than Albert. <laughs> other than Albert, like, is there anyone close to him? I know Goldie's having a great year, but what he does, no. I just don't. No, don't there's not. And it. you know, we said. I mean, obviously, you know, you're looking at a team that is. Um, Sorry, my apologies. Got sidetracked there for a second. Uh, 21 and 7 in August, 3 and 0 so far in September. You got the Nationals coming in. But let's talk about what we kind of introed with. Uh, Jack's back today. Now, that comes at a, a cost, I guess. Uh, Junior Fernandez, DFA'd off the, the 40 man, which at the beginning I said, whoa. But then you kind of took a little deep dive into it and realized that maybe it's not so whoa. Yeah. I was kind of surprised it wasn't Connor Capel that was the guy that they decided to send out. Um, no offense to Connor, but it just seemed like that was the move that would have made sense to me. Um, but Junior's been really bad in Memphis. He has a, almost a six ERA in Memphis. When before we recalled him, I don't know, was that two or three months ago? To yeah. them, to the bigs, he um he had like a, a sub three, and now it's gone ballooned up to a six. I mean, he just seems like a guy that you know just can't quite figure it out mentally. He has all the stuff, but I don't know. It seems like when something sidetracks him, it just spirals. Like you see when he gave up his first run. I guess the Dodgers, after he was dominant for so long, he just spiraled out of control and started getting up runs every outing. So I don't know. I feel like they might have – one, they might think they can clear him through waivers. I don't think they can. I think someone will pick him up. But, two, they might how, just be like, we don't do you have know right off, Do you know how old Junior is? 28, 29. Oh, he, it. Okay. Oh, then he's older than I thought. I didn't. I honestly didn't know. And I did not look that up either. 25. He's not old. Yeah. yeah I, was I didn't think he was that old. So yeah, I was kind of surprised by that. Um, then, of course, the other piece of news, uh, Twitter erupts in joy. Dakota Hudson is sent down to uh, Memphis. Were you surprised by that move? No. Or you think that they've got to send him down to get him right? And here, I, I said it last time, you got to get him on a pitch clock and get him used to that. There's multiple reasons for me that why you would do it. One, it's if a pitcher, knock on wood, I really hope this doesn't happen, but if one of our pitchers were to get hurt, even if it's just briefly for 15 days, um, you need to have him continue to be stretched out so he can come in and fill that role. And two, he's not pitching well enough to earn a spot over Jake Woodford or James Nail in the bullpen. And with his walks, you can't trust him to come into a game and shut anything down because he might come in and walk two people. And then what do you do if there's a guy on base? So I think you got, and yeah. So, and they also said they wanted him for that double header, which is in a couple of weeks. I was wrong about what it was. They want him to be able to start that game. So no, it didn't surprise me. It sucks for Dak and I'm not going to rejoice in his failure. I don't know why people me do neither. That. I don't but, either. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it made sense. I didn't think they were going to do that. I thought he'd be in the bullpen because they kind of alluded to that a couple of days ago. But, I mean, how can you valid, How can you say that you would rather have him uh, over Jake Woodford or him over James Agreed. Manning? Like, you really can't say that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I When I saw it, I was like, that's the right move. In my opinion, that's the right move simply because you have to keep them stretched out. And also, he doesn't upgrade your bullpen at this point. He just doesn't. No. Jake Woodford's um, been so- great. We haven't given him enough love. He's been really good. Also, deserves it, man. Gio's back. He's been back for a couple of weeks. He's looked really good. I think over the last month, I saw his like last month of appearances, one point something ERA. That's great. That's a huge okay. weapon to have. But for me, and again, I'm speaking from the thirty-five thousand foot view of of way above. To me, it just seemed like almost a mental thing where he couldn't either break through and get confidence in his forcing fastball or what. It just seemed like there was something there. He looks confident on the bump again. Yeah, he does, and that is obviously a that plays a factor in anything. It, like Wayne Wright always says, if you don't have a hundred percent conviction in the pitch you're throwing, you're probably going to fail. Yeah. So that does play a role. But I think it's it was also his stuff. Like he he's had that drop ball they call his slider, it moved straight down. It was kind of sweeping for a while, and that's why people were laying off it. They were seeing it, 
So he's kind of gotten it lately to drop down again like it used to. And his fastball velo is up like two miles per hour on average than it was like two months ago. So both right. of those factors, I think, I mean, he just looks better. And maybe that comes with confidence, maybe, he, or maybe it comes with Ollie saying, we're not using you that much. So we can, he was fatigued from pitching every damn day last year, seemed like. So I think the rest is on him. When he's rested on the two or three days, he's as nasty as any reliever you're going to find. Agreed. Agreed. And it just, it's like I said, to have him confident and the way composed and the way he's throwing is just rested, something that, yeah. To have a team good enough to where you don't really need, to, to where you don't really need to use your best relievers every other day or every day. That, I mean, that's huge. Like, that's what they've been able to do. They've been able to win games by more than three runs to where Ryan Helsley and Giovanni Gallegos don't agree to pitch every game. So they're they're staying fresh and they're electric every time they come out. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I, I don't think unless you want to go over, uh, you got Jack today. Um, Q tomorrow. Am I right? Q tomorrow? Q yeah. tomorrow. Then you got Monty on Wednesday and then back to Wayno on Thursday. Is that correct? Am I right on that? Uh, um. Should be, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, so that's, hey, 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 get to see a Wayno start on Thursday. That'll be awesome. Yeah, you're going to see them tie the record. Hey, all right. That'll be fun. That's a day game against the Natties. Um, that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that. The Natties. So, yeah, yeah, that's why. I... Natitude. Natitude. Natty Lipes. <laughs> hey, also, by the way, before we get to Major League Baseball, I do think we haven't, and we do a, a, a look around the league. Joey Manessas, that's what a cool story. Like, so cool for him to come up and have the success that he has had for the Nationals. I mean, you're talking about a guy who's played in almost every league in just about, it seems like, every country. Uh, that's pretty awesome for him to get the call and and do what he's doing. Obviously, I know we're not to the, them yet, but the Nationals are here. So, figured we'd get that he out has, there. He has the most hits ever through his first 25 games with the Nationals in their history. More than awesome. Zimmerman, uh, Soto, Harper, Turner, who were, the of course, the next four on that list. Because right. they're four of the best players in the world, or were when they were playing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's killing it. I mean, he he played with Trevor Plouffe. So he was talking about him. I, you, it makes you wonder how a guy like that never gets a chance if he's gonna come up it, and be this good. It's so. I mean, we've seen it, like we've talked about Alec Burleson. We've seen it with other guys. It just seems like there's always something that if they if you get it in your mind or there's something that you always think you need to work on, somebody else is coming along organizations are wild, man. They're wild. I know, but you just think that guy should get, like, a chance somewhere to be in the big leagues. He made his debut, and now he's killing it. No one saw anything in him? Like, I don't get that. I don't get I, how I people – I agree. I don't want to throw any players on the bus, so I won't say that. But there are people that come up that you know aren't going to be a factor in your team or aren't going to be very good. And you know that because you see their minor league stats and you know that they're not very good. So how does a guy that's raked his whole career in the minor leagues not get a chance? I don't understand that. Um, Before we get to your – the more you noble sports podcast, St. Louis Cardinals spotlight player of the week. That's a little <laughs> much. Doesn't that have a, that just that rolls right off your tongue? We could just it? call it player of the week, and then I think we'll stick to the P O T Y series. Potty. Player of the series. Okay, that sounds better because we do it every after every. I series. thought we were doing a week. No, I'm doing a series. We did okay, one last. Fair. We did you one last series. The, you moved those goalposts, dude. Did you do one? Did you you did one on Thursday? So why would we now call it a week when it's only Monday? I didn't do one on Thursday. I did it last Monday for the week. No, before. you did it on Nolan for Thursday. Why on Monday you now. No, you're just making up things. That's as we not go. true. You're lying. Okay, here one last thing before we get to that. Uh, we're only five and a half games behind the Mets for the second. Do you, and like you said, and you you talked about this earlier. It's going to be hard for those two teams to go on a sustained losing streak for the Cardinals to 
to get there. But they might not have to go on a sustained losing streak. The way the Cardinals are playing, and if you look, two games against the Brewers, you got the Padres don't really honestly scare me right now. Yeah, you go to L.A., that's always tough. Outside of that, the month of September for us is set up for us to have, when we won 21 games in August, we could surpass that easily in September. And if that, you that do, it's going to be tough. I mean, it is. I mean, you go, to, you go to San Diego, to LA, and then to Milwaukee. That's a tough road trip. Agreed. But outside of those three series, I mean, would you be surprised if in those eight they went four and four? I wouldn't. No, but I would honestly be, I'd be, I'd be more surprised if they were under 500 in those eight games than over 500. The way they're playing right now. That makes sense. That's what I'm saying. That's that's kind of where I'm going with this. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if they went five and three in those eight no, games. I would be surprised they went six and two, to be honest. So my point is, like, it might not be that the Mets need a sustained losing streak. If you just play at the pace you're, you've been playing, a normal streak for the Mets, you might still have a shot. You want to hear what saying. stops me from believing in? This is the only thing. If it was just the Mets, I would agree that probably we have a chance. That we had to hop two teams. Because you had to pass the Braves too, right? If you pass the Mets and the Braves are playing well, the Braves will also pass the Mets, and then you have to pass them. So that's the only thing that would hold me back from it. If it was just the Mets, I would say there's a chance, and I still think there is a chance. But you have to pass. You have to have the Braves and the Mets losing. That's hard to do. I think if if, if the ahead, Mets lose and you win, yeah, you gain a game on them. But then the Braves might have also just gained a game on them. So you really didn't gain anything. I understand. I understand. But you did because you. If there's two teams to beat, you gained it on one of them. But I, I get think, it. But you know what I mean. Here's the thing: if I'm Ali, I think because of the big lead in the Central, you have to say this is our, this is what we're going after because you don't want a team. We've seen it so many times who gets a little complacent. I'm not saying the Cardinals are going to do that. I'm just saying you've seen it where they get complacent and they're not playing what you would call meaningful baseball in September to get you ready for October. I think you have to treat nice catch. I think you have to treat every night as if we are still searched going after something. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, and I, and I don't just are. mean the playoffs. I mean for the regular season. Yeah, and I think that is that is important. And I think we talked about this last time. I told you I think they'd make it a conversation. I don't know if they're going to end up doing it. It's a conversation now. Five and a half games is a conversation. Agreed. If the Brewers were five and a half games behind the Cardinals and playing like the Cardinals are right now, I wouldn't feel comfortable with the lead. So that's Four weeks left, man. That's, and that's a game and a half a week. I think the Mets and the Braves are so focused on each other. We could they, like, the Cardinals could pass them, and they would have no idea what just happened. <laughs> like honestly, I don't think they're concerned about it at all. Like probably not even thinking about it. I know Mets fans aren't thinking about it because they've been so comfortably in that spot all year long. Here's the thing: Cardinals have how many games have left? Seventy nine to fifty five. Go. So that's one hundred thirty four. So thirty eight. So they have thirty eight games left to get to no, one hundred twenty eight. 28, 28. Okay. Sorry. So I believe the Mets are probably going to get to 100 wins. Um, Cardinals have to go 21 and seven again to get to 100 wins. Can they do it? Like, if they can do that, then I believe that they can get there. They do not hold the tiebreaker against either. They don't. So they would have to win it outright. They would. Right. Okay. I mean, hey, you got a shot. Yeah, I mean, they have a chance. And at the very least, like if you're, I hope they get within two games in the last series so they're still going full board for it. I mean, so you're saying there's a chance. That's all you can ask. Let's go for it. So, anyway, let's, uh, let's look, let's go ahead and let's have you give us the player of the series. Thank you for naming it that. So, a Tommy Edmond <laughs> for multiple reasons. One, the most impressive thing seven straight games with an extra base hit. 
Um, the first source out to do that since Paul DeYoung <laughs> is what they said on the broadcast. But um, <laughs> he has seven straight games with extra base hit from multiple sides, which is the impressive part to me. Six for 12 in the series, so 500 batting average, two doubles, and two home runs, both from the right side, as expected. Four RBIs and three runs. And he's playing spectacular. He made a play yesterday. My God, I don't think any player on our team besides him can make because he's so he's just he gets up so quickly from his dives. Like he's one of the best shortstops in baseball getting up from his dives, I think. Yes. Um, but I mean, batting 500, two homers, two big homers. That double yesterday was huge to set up Albert because if you saw Ollie was going to put Dylan Carlson in that spot, he was on deck because if Tommy got out, he was going to let Carlson go ahead and get on base before Albert. That was his plan, I think was to see if Carlson had a double or a single and get on base. And then he pulled back Carlson right after Tommy hit the double to go put Albert in and then put Carlson on deck. Um, so he led straight, lead straight to that big Albert moment. And he's just playing with so much confidence right now. He's been doing a lot of post-game interviews with Jim with um, Jim Hayes because he's the player of the game every other game, it seems like. Um, and he's just, he just seems like he's playing with confidence. His swing from the left side looks great. He's hitting opposite field doubles again, which is huge. He's not grounding out very much, which is big. And when he is grounding out, he's doing the other way, and he's, like, getting infield singles on it. So, um, shout out Tommy. We need him to be – I mean, he's the best nine-hitter in baseball if he's going like this. So, that's what we need. Agreed. I and mean, you got a nine-hitting defensive specialist that can go on tears like this. That's pretty That's pretty solid. And it's it's also, again, the old cliche, your nine-hitter sort of like another leadoff hitter. When what are What is happening there? Okay, so I have this – I have this coaster, and – my drink keeps getting stuck to it, and then I pick up the drink and the coaster falls. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, it's like having another. It's literally is like having another leadoff hitter. So, and when you've got that middle of the order rolling like they are, you get guys on base, and Nolan and Goldie and Pujols slash Gorman slash Dickey and uh, Tyler are hitting. I mean, the runs could just keep coming in abundance. They kind of have three leadoff hitters, to be honest with you. Like if because if Nuke gets out, then Donovan, that's what I lead off hitter, right? Right, that's what I'm saying. And they're yeah. staring at you. I mean, the lineup's so deep right now. Like you have confidence in all nine guys. I mean, the catcher spot still, no. maybe this is just me. I don't have the most confidence when they come up. I know Kiz has been good, and I know Yachty has, is playing well again. But I just it's just uh, maybe it's a mental block. I don't let myself feel like they're gonna be better. But the other the other eight, no matter who it is every night, you feel like they have a good chance to do something. Like Carlson, right. I, I do. Can we talk about Dylan Carlson? Sure. He needs to play more. Yeah. He needs to play more. Corey Dickerson should not be the number one part of this plan. I'm sorry. He should be playing. You too, are, look, but what Dickerson's doing offensively, great. But did you see his throw from left field to first base yesterday? That I was sort of set, embarrassed for him on Can that. Can I ask throw. you a question? Do you think Dickerson's better in left field than Brendan Donovan? No. Then why is he playing in left field instead of Brendan Donovan? I don't think they love Gorman's defense at second. I really believe that. Gorman's the playing at second. Donovan's the one DHing. Oh well, then yeah, that makes zero sense. Donovan Gorman's playing second base almost every game now. Okay, I, playing at least. Yeah, I, and all he said he liked Gorman's defense at second base. Yeah, so put well, Donovan I was in wrong. the field. Why is Dickerson out there? And he has I don't know. problems. I don't get it. No, I'd put Donovan in center before I put Dickerson in left. Is it? How do you something... win a Gold Glove? Well, isn't it something to where they – it has to be something where they want to bring somebody in late in the game, right, at the DH spot? But then once again, my spot – my question would be, isn't Brendan Donovan better against lefties than Dickerson? So wouldn't you rather have Albert hit the Dickerson in that situation? That, I mean, that makes a lot of There's sense. There's no logic that makes any sense for this. Yeah, I agree. Unless, unless the, the answer is, well, if we pinch hit Albert for Dickerson, 
then we want Carlson to be the replacement that goes in the center field. And maybe that is what it is because um, they don't take Donovan out of the game, that situation. So that could be what it is. I'm sure he has some some reason right, that he right. wants to be able to use Carlson or Deluzio. Were you a little bit surprised that the last game Carlson played right field and Deluzio played center? I was. That they like Deluzio's defense that much more in center field? Yeah. Or was it maybe a comfort thing for his first game to get him where he normally plays? Could be comfort, could be arm. Who knows? I don't know. Like, there Carlson was a reason. Yeah. Carlson has the best arm on our team. I don't think it's Which is why him. you move Carlson to right field. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, but I don't buy into that because the longest throw you make is from center most of the time. Well, on not from head, left to third. It's not. On, on a I single, mean, right to third. You, Ian Happ talked about this. He said on a single to the center fielder where a guy's trying to score from second base, you almost never see anyone get thrown out because that's the longest throw you're going to make from center. Oh, I agree. Yeah, because you're deeper to start. Yeah, you're way deeper. And it's yeah. a different angle. So, yeah, I mean, the throw obviously from right field to third base is the longest one anyone will make, but that's rare that that even happens. Yeah. So I don't know. That's just my thought. I think Carlson needs to play more. He needs to get a chance to get back to being good because you want to have that guy in center field every day in the playoffs, in my opinion. And I just don't understand how you give Harrison Bayer such a long leash for his defensive purposes, but you don't give the same chance to Carlson. Yeah, it's an, it's an interesting thing to look at because I'm not quite sure what the answer is there. But uh, Play him more. You know what I mean? Like you're playing the Nationals. Yeah. Like get him in there and see if he can get going. If he He's doesn't, become he a platoon doesn't. player. He's gone from – we're not trading you for Juan Soto Please don't be to a people. platoon player. No, I'm not saying that. no. What I'm saying is I don't like it. Like, I wish he played more. They didn't not trade him because of this season. They didn't trade no, him for I like agree. six seasons. I, I completely um, agree with that. I'm just saying is, it's odd. It is. It is. And I don't I, – I get it. Corey Davidson deserves to play. He's earned that. I'm not going to say he hasn't. And maybe – I mean, maybe – I don't know if it's on behind the scenes. Maybe Carlson say I'm working on stuff with my left-handed swing – I want to continue. I, I'm not ready to be in game motion yet. I'm trying to figure stuff out, which that stuff does happen behind the scenes that we don't know about. So I have no idea. Um, I just want, if he's ready to go, you have four games here against Washington, all against kind of poor right-handed pitching. I'd like to yes. see if he can get going a little bit. I agree. Is he in there today? No. Okay. All right. Playing tomorrow though. But it is um, nice to see that Tyler can play center field well. That's a good, that's a positive of this whole thing. Absolutely. So you have so much flexibility with your outfield. Yep. Uh, give us a prediction. Give us a prediction. How one? Give us a Jack prediction. I think he throws a lot of pitches. I think he goes five and gives up one. Oh well, I think they we'd be ecstatic if that was is the case. I think he goes five, gives up one, and walks a couple of people and gets into some trouble, but gets out of it. Okay, now give us a prediction for the four game series. I think they split them. Oh wow! And I don't okay. even think it's competitive, and I don't even think I think there's gonna be one. The last game will be competitive. The other three, it's going to look like the Cardinals playing a double-A team. Thursday afternoon, Wayno breaking the record might not be competitive. No, it's going to be like a two-to-one win. Oh, okay. Okay, I see what like you're saying. Like it was like the last series where they just dominated right. the first couple games, and then the last one they're tired, so they just kind of let off a little bit. Okay. I think – I think I just – every game night when you see them play a team, it's like, how are they going to lose? At right. home, they don't lose. It's baseball. It is. But the Nationals don't really play baseball. They play some form of – I don't know. It's atrocious. All right. You want to, you ready to take a look? Juan Soto and Josh, we saw how bad they were. They don't even have Juan Soto or Josh Bell anymore. I know. Like, sorry, Joey Manessis does not scare me. I mean, he's a great story, but it's not like when he comes into the plate, you're like, oh, watch out. Just don't let Lane Thomas beat you. You know, I hope he does. I hope if we lose a game, it's because of Lane. (laughs) Um, Okay. You ready to take a a trip around the old uh, What's your prediction? Three and one. That's conservative. I don't like it. It is. You could have at least said split or four or a split. No, I don't like. I don't think they juicy. split at all. 
I would be I know, shocked. You could have said something play. juicy we could have talked about and said you went You already did. You one. took the four. I, what was I, I mean, the only thing I had left was a two and two, and I don't see that happening. So I'm you not going to lie. one and three and got really bold. I'm not going to do that <laughs> one bit. So okay, maybe get rid of the goddamn coaster, by the way. It's falling every time you lift your coffee. Up. I know, but I don't want to get water all over this counter. All right. Well, that's nice. Um, all right. Let's take a trip around around the league. Rays take two or three from, from the Yankees. They're only five games out. So it's so disappointing because they win those first two, and they're and they're like, oh, they're only three back, and then I mean four back, three in the loss column, and then you lose and you lose a game. It's like, oh man, they're back to where they were. And what but, was it, two I mean, to nothing? Two to one. They scored in the last inning. Well, they ended up two to one. Yeah, um, and they and they lost because the umpire struck out Yandy Diaz, who has maybe the best eye in baseball, than the Juan Soto on a pitch below the zone. Is there a way not to let any of the NL or AL Central teams in the playoffs? I don't like it. If there is ever an argument for, um, let's just go AL. Relegation. Since we're going to, no, but since we're going to the balance schedule anyway, let's go back to the olden days of the AL and the NL, and then we'll just take the top six teams. Uh, Thank you. Baltimore, go ahead. Let's let them in. Um, Cleveland, two and eight in their last 10. Uh, Minnesota has caught them. They just got swept by the Mariners. uh, And Minnesota... Currently I mean, they're the six and four. Again. They want, huh? They're currently losing to the Yankees again. Like, I, I don't even know what you say. They're none of those. I'm trying to be careful with my wording because I know D is going to listen to this. <laughs> none of those teams deserve to be in the playoffs right now. Right now, correct. One of them could, could could Cleveland could Cleveland go on a well? That was on my computer. Okay, I felt like there's something on my neck, but it was actually just like something on my computer. Um. <laughs> Could Cleveland or someone go on a run and then you look up and they maybe are 12 games above 500 and then you're like, okay, that's something I can get behind. And yeah, but man, when you're less than 10 games above 500 and you're a division winner, it just, it hurts for the teams in the American League East who've been looking up at Goliath the whole year because they started out as the best team of all time and can't just, can't get back. It's just, I don't know. I hate like, to break I, it to you. The Indians are less than five games or the Guardians less than five games above 500. I know. Bad. Now here, now to be fair, because you have to be, the Cardinals have benefited from this the last few years by being in the NL Central, no yeah. doubt about it. They have. But, I also would have admitted that. Right. Agreed. Agreed. But so, there is an so, argument. What would you say? Do you? What do you think? Do you think? Hey, if we're going to go to the balance schedule, eliminate the divisions? No, I hate that. Okay. You then you eliminate rivalries. And you don't want that. Couldn't you still keep? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. No, I, yeah, no, I don't want that at all. Be honest with you, I like the division alignment. I like the, I like the, um, I like the close races between different teams. I even even this situation, I like the fact that the Twins and Guardians are going to be in a close race, even when like, if they were both in the American League East, they wouldn't be. So I do like that aspect of it. Here's my question for you, just to play devil's advocate, because they used to not have them this way. So when instead of maybe instead of maybe eliminating rivalries, maybe it creates new ones. Like, you know, I mean, the Yankees and the, and the Red Sox, have be, and it's because of geographics. They're going to be rival, rivals no matter if they're in the same division or not. Like, that's just going to yeah, be Yeah, but they'll thing. play each other less if there's no division. So then the rivalry well, doesn't get on showcase as much. I mean, but do you need the Pirates and the, and, the, and the Reds playing each other 13 times a year? No, but you want the Red Sox and the Yankees doing it. So wouldn't the Pirates-Phillies playing each other more be cooler? No one gives a shit. The Pirates suck. People in Pennsylvania probably do. No, they don't because they know the Phillies are going to win. Just saying, I don't know. Mets, Yankees, like, wouldn't that create? Well, I mean, that's, that's a different conversation because Pittsburgh should be in the East, and I don't know why they're in the Central. That's a different conversation yeah. entirely. 
right there in Fair. Pennsylvania. But um, no, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Because here's the thing, Dad. You look at it. I mean, we can talk about the and the Guardians not maybe not being the best team. The team with the worst record out of any team that made the playoffs last year won the World Series. Which city is farther east, Pennsylvania or uh, Pittsburgh or Cincinnati? I would think Pennsylvania is farther east than Ohio, right? Isn't because I, I think that Pittsburgh's what southwest Pennsylvania, yeah. and isn't uh, Cincinnati southeast Ohio? I don't know the answer to that. I don't either. And I'm yeah, not going to yeah, look it up yeah, either. The Houston but... Astros are somehow in the west. Yeah, yeah. Don't know what well, that's about. Yeah, they were the Dallas Cowboys are in the NFC East, so I don't know. I guess like do you, I? I mean. I guess we can talk about the Guardians and, like, that fact. But, like, the Braves did win the World Series last year with 88 wins. I agree. Yeah. I'm just saying so it, it just seems – it's just so wild that, like, no team wants to take it over. And here are the White Sox only two games back. They're going to end up winning. They're going to end up winning I the think, division. I don't think so. Just because I don't think there's any storyline working in their favor. They've got, like, a corpse and, and um office. Oh, by the way, I hope Tony's okay. That was kind of a, a poorly timed joke. I forgot he was – he was ill. Yeah, I said right. That. Jeez. But um, I honestly had forgotten that that happened. But I just don't like the vibe around their team. It's so boring. They're not good at anything. What are they good at? What's their identity? No, they can't I, hit. They, they can't field. One. They can't pitch. Yeah. What, what are they good at? Right. And Dylan Seeds, man, almost throws, Dylan almost gets to no hitter. That would have been so cool. Gets into another one, getting it's in the, the night. But, but they're four and six in their last ten. They don't want to win it either. I Season um, Michael is both have great mustaches, both lost it with two outs in the ninth. I think it's a connection. Well, but I don't know. I mean, Dylan Cease, man, that guy's been incredible. What a year he's had. Yeah. He should be, in the, I mean, I think he's a side, he might be the side young favorite right now. He might like, win it. He might like, win him it. Him and Verlander, right? Yeah. And it depends if Verlander comes back. He's coming back. Yeah. I'm just saying to get enough, like, you know, I don't know. Right now, he's I think Verlander. More stars. But I think Dylan Cease is right there with him. Um, If Dylan Cease makes every scheduled start and doesn't miss a game, that has to play a factor. Mm-hmm. In my eyes, but that's that's as valuable as you can be on a field. If you're I agree. Out there every single five, every five days. Um, since you brought that up, you want to talk a little bit before we uh, get to the power rankings. A few other things about I. The one thing I think we haven't given enough spotlight on outside of individual mentions is the rookie of the year race, I, especially in the American League. Um, I was just uh-huh. taking a, a look at some numbers, and you know what Stephen Kwan has done. I think we've been guilty of not giving him enough love. Seems like that dude gets a hit. Oh, I love Stephen oh. Kwan. Yeah, I'm just saying I feel like we haven't talked about him as much as, as we could have. But if you look at the race, man, it's it's pretty interesting what's going on with those three. It's Mitch Julio Rodriguez, and it's not close to me. Okay. His impact on the team alone would make me want to vote for him, and his stats are better than everyone else's. Yeah. I mean, I think it's hard to argue with. He did miss a lot of time. Um, I mean, not a lot, but he missed time. Uh, what Adley Rushman has done, although he's kind of tailed off a little bit. Stephen Kwan right there. Um, but Bobby yeah, Witt Jr. War for Adley. That's incredible. Yeah, what's Witt? Do you have it right in front of you? Well, I can pull it up. Bobby Witt Jr. Um, I it's love Bobby be... Witt Jr., by the way. He's almost yeah. fun to watch. 22 years old. God, fuck him. I know. But it, he's got a – yeah, it's dead. This race isn't really that close. What's Quan's? Quan's 3-9? Three, three, Bobby's got a point eight, so he's out of the race. Um. Quan's got 3.9. Yeah. But my favorite stat's OPS. You know that about me. Um, Julio Rodriguez has a, a one, almost a one, to, one more win above replacement. He's a 4.8 than Quan. And he's got an 809 OPS, which is better than anyone else's in this race. Yeah, and I he's agree. Got a higher I agree. Else. 
I, yeah, just I think, think it's I guess my conversation because they're all very talented and very good young players that are very meaningful for their individual um, for their respective teams. But I think Julio Rodriguez has just brought it to another level. And I hope we're talking about these guys for the next fifteen years. We will be. Yeah, uh, and I really brought it up game. because uh, Wit twenty twenty joins uh, J Rod for twenty twenty. First time, and I'm going to give you maybe you know it because maybe you heard it. Who were this is only the second time it's ever happened that two rookies were 2020. Can you tell me who the other two were? Can you give me a, a, a like a time frame, like a decade at least? Yeah, it would have been the 90s. The 90s. Griffin came up on what, 88? 88, 89. Yeah. So it wasn't be him. And the same year you're saying? Same year, 2020. If you get this, are these notable big high players? Fives. Big. Are these huh? notable players, like very notable players. For the 90s, they were. That Hall of Fame, nowhere near like Hall of Fame. All right, this is taking two. I, don't, I have no idea. Andrew Jones. Ellis Burks and Devon White. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I would never got that. There's no way I was getting that. I would no. guess Andrew Jones did it. I wouldn't have gotten it either, to be fair. Like, no way. No, no. I mean, that's a deep But I think that's pretty start. cool. You got those two guys in. Obviously, J-Rod was your preseason pick to win rookie of the year looks like that looks pretty good mine was bobby witt jr um not as good but still 2020 with the royals in your rookie season he's only in my opinion he's only going to get better should the royals throw a bag at him already or has he not earned that yet do what should the royals just throw him a bag already or has he not yeah. earned it yeah i think so like what'd you give so. him would you give him the j-rod deal of 200 guaranteed can get up to 450 i don't know that's is it, what you think the royals do that i don't know no, but I think they should. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I have a hard time believing Bobby Wood doesn't become a star, don't you? Just all of his tools and his flair. It just seems like he's going to become a star. Uh, Witt is the uh, fifth player in the Royals history. This is cool, too. I read this. Um, and the youngest in franchise history for 2020. So that's pretty cool. The fifth player ever to do it? In the Royals, for the Royals. I don't even know who else would have done it. Bo? Yeah, Bo. Probably multiple times. Well, did George Brett ever do it? No. He never stole 20 bases. What about Low Kane? I don't know if he ever hit 20 bombs with them. Alex Gordon? That was one I was thinking too, but he wasn't really a fast or a power hitter. Frank White? So I don't know. I don't think Frank White ever – I don't know if Frank White ever hit 20 home runs, so I don't know that Alex answer. Gordon. Alex Gordon never hit 20 home runs one time, and he only stole – I think that's where the stolen base stat. Yeah, well, we don't Ten have bases. to look yeah, he, he never did it. So I don't know. Alex Gordon would have – that's a blasting pass. I loved Alex Gordon. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Bobby Woods is really good. I really, I like him a lot. I really like Steve McGuan. That guy, man, talk about a guy you want behind you. He lays it on the line every single play. That guy is fearless. He runs into walls. He jumps into netting. He, I think he's broken three ribs probably since on defensive plays this year. But Could be Amos Otis. They're all really good. I don't know. Who's that? He was an outfielder for the Royals. Like I have no idea like, who it is. I'm not going to look it up either. just put a spell on me. Yeah, Amos I'm not going to look it up. Um, okay, just a few other things. I I think we have to point it out because it is must-watch TV. But what O'Neal Cruz, like the bombs that he hits and the balls that he hits. But the fact is he's hitting like 204 with an under 700 OPS. He's at like yeah. an 80 OPS plus, And I mean, he has a one war. But when he hit, like, again, he's young. He's what, 20, is O'Neal 21? 22? Yeah, 20 or 21. I mean, what's he have, the top 10 exit velos for... The Pirates. For the Pirates. Mm -hmm. That ball he hit the other night was that I mean it was unbelievable. The one he hit yesterday to yeah, and then he, he broke the record at one twenty two. I mean Is he gonna be the shortstop Giancarlo Stanton? 
I don't know what to think. I like he's so young, he's so raw. You can see the potential there, but you can also see right now, um, good pitching is just carving him up. And yeah. you know, so but again, we're young, raw. I don't I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what happens with Brian Hayes. You haven't heard much about him. I know he's great defensively. He hasn't been very good offensively this year. I just don't know. Like you, these guys, especially in Pittsburgh. I have no expectations. I know I'd love to watch him. Hit. I would love to watch him take batting practice. And he kills the Brewers, which is fun. Um, I love I, – I don't know. I think with O'Neill Cruz, his ceiling is something we've probably never seen if, like, from a shortstop. Like he, his ceiling could be the most talented shortstop to ever live. And then his floor could be someone that we never hear from in two years. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that. That's, that's his – but right now, like the things he does on the field, it's just like – he does something amazing every night. He'll throw it 102 from the – and then I was watching him. I so I only seen his highlights to be honest with you because I don't watch Pirates games. But they were playing the Brewers, so I watched him. He got a ground ball straight to him, and he just threw it into the dugout. And then he struck out on like three fastballs down the middle. I was like, okay, so this is the bad part of O'Neill Cruz. But, yeah, yes, I mean, that's when when yeah. he's performing, it's a spectacle. So I don't know. I mean, I think there's all. I don't know what he's gonna do. Like I have no idea. No, no, I don't think anybody. Does. I don't think the Pirates know. He could come out and have a forty forty season next season. That's the talent the guy has. So. And, and be a great defensive shortstop. So, I don't know, but I'm excited to see where it goes. I mean, it does seem like it does seem like when you're 6'7", that gives you – there's a lot of holes in that strike zone. Tell it to Aaron Judge. Well, that was a very good segue because I was just going to say right after that, and you stole it from me, which is good. That's good journalism again. Uh, Judge now is – It's staying on the ground, and that really just hurt Judge, my finger. Judge, Judge now is 53 jacks with a month to go. He, he's break, he he's so breaking – incredible. He's breaking Roger Maris's record. And all to all those John Heyman boomer type people. No, it's not the record. Barry has the record. He's king. So stop. No, I'm talking about the Yankee no, no, record. I know. I know. I'm saying I'm going to stop segueing before I talk. Don't about call me a boomer. I'm talking to you. I'm talking about I said John Heyman specifically, not the record. The record 73 and Barry owns it and he will forever. Own Agreed. It. But um, he could break the American League record. We can talk about that. That's awesome. 61. Like Obviously, Roger Maris. Incredible season, 61 home runs. The fact that he was never intentionally walked in that season is even cooler to me. Um, well, when you hit in so front sad. of Mickey Mantle. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, the, the players that were in that lineup, man. But um, Aaron Judge is an incredible baseball player. I, I I watch him, and I just like cannot believe how good he is because he's so tall, and his swing is so compact, and he's, he's, he's almost like a cheat code because he's so tall and so strong that he doesn't need to swing hard, so he has no holes in his swing. He like yeah. swings one-handed. Like he doesn't need to, because and then he hits the ball five hundred feet. He had a ball to a place in the tropic and the trop that I've never seen a ball go before. I saw that, and you know the other thing that I don't think Judge and I, I shouldn't say this because I'm sure there's somebody out there giving him a lot of credit for this, but I feel like that he doesn't get a lot. Of, he has great plate coverage for a guy that big, mm-hmm. you know. And I know you could say, well, he's got the long arms. He should. Yes, he should. That's not always the case with a guy that. With John Carlos Stanton, he doesn't right. have the same. Agreed, and he'll and all he has to do is especially. When you're playing at at, uh, at Yankee Stadium, it's just get to the ball on the outside part. It's going to go. It's going to go. Then also the thing is he doesn't really hit cheapies there either. Like his balls go out of everywhere. 1074 yes. OPS, Dad. My God. Like we're talking 8.2 war. He's having such a good year. He's going to win the MVP. The thing that's been really impressive to me, 146 strikeouts is a lot. Don't get me wrong. But when he came up, his biggest bugaboo was that he was striking out 200 times in 150 games. He's cut that down so much that he's just he's become like he's been two ninety nine. I mean, he has a he's been two ninety nine with a four hundred one OBP. Like the guy, he's uh, incredible. Agreed. Uh, like I said, it's it's uh, 
I think he's going to win the MVP. I will stick by the fact that I believe Otani's the MVP because of what he does is such a unicorn and such an anomaly. But I still believe that Aaron, when it's done, when it's said and done, Aaron Aaron Judge is going to win the MVP. And I'm not mad at him for it. Anyway. I just believe, like, I'm not trying to take anything away. That's the last thing we ever do here. But, you know, what, what Otani's done is so bizarre. But the fact that the poor fucking Angels can't win and judge with the Yankees what they've done, especially with that amazing beginning. Then you lost Rizzo. You lost Dan. Judge is going to have 60-plus home runs in New York. Uh, he's going to win the MVP. And yeah, shout out to him for it. The way I've been saying it is I would vote for Shohei Otani, but if Aaron Judge wins it, I don't have any issues with it at all. Agreed. Agreed. I, I mean, I think it's wrong because I do still believe. But I, I also and – I, and I don't know who I heard say this the other day. And I thought it was said really well, like MVP of what? And I, it might have been, been Jet uh, Passon um, on an interview I watched with him. Like, is it MVP of the team? Is it MVP of the league? Is it MVP of the game? Like, that's, you know, it's such a different, like, because if you're looking at the game, it's it's Otani. If you're looking at the league and the and the team, then it's it's Aaron Judge. Not that they don't win the division, it's not. All right. So, so we're going to put the caveat on if the Yankees, if the Rays pass the Yankees, Otani wins MVP. Well, no, because then I have to say that if the Yankees win it, then I'll vote for Aaron Judge, and I want to do that. <laughs> All right. And that's um, the thing. Anything else Judge, before... I'm a big Aaron Judge fan. I do have this to say. Yeah. Last year in the American League, Vlad Guerrero Jr., Shohei Otani, and Marcus Simeon were the top three AL American League – I mean, AL MVP vote getters. None of the three win the playoffs. Bryce Harper won the MVP in other leagues. Wasn't in the playoffs. And Tatis was second. Wasn't in the playoffs. Why do we care now? Right. We just pick and choose because he's a Yankee. Padres were in the playoffs last year. No, they weren't. We knocked them out. They died. They were under 500. Who did we lose to in the wild card game? Oh, Dodgers. You're right. You're right. That was two years ago. Two years ago, we lost to the Padres. My apologies. Yeah, that was when that's I was on me. Yeah, that's um, on me. So I'm just saying, like, why do we pick and choose now? I don't understand. Yeah. Well, Andre Dawson won it on a last place team. Yeah, so I mean, it should be the best player in the world. Like, would you take any of those um, MVPs away from Barry when he was on the Giants when they weren't making the playoffs? Would right. you take him away from Mike Trout? I wouldn't. Miggy? Miggy was in the playoffs those years. Well, he also had a triple crown. So. He was also in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you kind of got that. Um, all right, anything you want to talk about around the uh, old MLB this weekend baseball twib notes? Uh, I, I don't want to step on the toes of any of the power ranking stuff, so I don't – not really yet. Okay. I'll, I'll mention some of the stuff I want to talk about. I think I'll mention during the power rankings because I think a lot of it pertains to the – I think we're at a point now where the, the stuff that really matters are the it's, – it's dwindling down, the number of things that I care to talk about because I don't really care to talk about oils and athletics. Like, Agreed. I don't really Agreed. Care to talk about One it. thing that I love about September is you get to see the guys come up. So Deluzio was cool. Yes. We've talked about the Gunnar Henderson on here. Uh, we talked about – Oh my God! Why am I having a brain fart? The 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 kid in um in Arizona. Why am I having a brain fart? Corbin Carroll. There you go, Corbin Carroll. Uh, we've talked about those guys on here already. There's no need to keep talking about them, even though we would love. To, I mean, we love it. There's just other things going on in the league. By the way, I think I will say, watch the Diamondbacks play. They're getting close to 500. Every single player on their team is left-handed, and they fly. They yes. hit the ball hard and they fly, and it is a lot of fun. I swear to God, there was a time where they got four consecutive guys on base, all of them stole second. They're eight and two in their last ten. Eight They're getting towards five hundred. Good for Tori Lavello, by the way. I love that guy. He is such yeah. a good manager. He's been such a good dude. I do wish David Peralta was still there, though. 
even though he's probably right, you, ready, in you ready to get to the uh the old power rankings and then yep. we'll get out of here uh cardinals play here soon so an hour i didn't want i'm not gonna lie i didn't want to put anybody at number 10 because i don't really like any of these teams right now because i think that they're all underperforming but to kick it off and they were your number 10 last week the padres are at number 10 yeah um, it only feels like they have to be like i don't know what to do with them I mean, six. They are six and four in their last ten. It feels like it's two steps up, one step back for the Padres. Uh, I just think that's who they are right now. I really. I mean, here's think the that's thing: the last week was what they swept the Giants. Good, like you need to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's three, and then they were lost two or three to the Dodgers, and I don't really fault them for that. Like that's just gonna happen. No. Um, but here's the thing: that they play a lot of games against the Dodgers. If they can't get their shit together and start winning at least a series against them, they're gonna be in trouble falling out of the playoffs. I They've agree. Got, they have like six or seven games against them left. You've got to be able to go there and win, win more than one game. Like you have to. What is and I think they just benefit? continue to prove that they're not they're not an elite team. They're just not. Right. And what's in their benefit is the Brewers also don't seem to want to win it. So yeah, but I mean the Brewers with their pitching, they I mean they could go on a five game winning streak and know a little bit. Might be a might be a war of attrition with those two. All right. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Number nine back in it this week are the Blue Jays. What they do. I, Six I and four in their last ten. Uh, they're still holding. I mean, you're talking about a team with 73 wins in the AL East. They're still in the playoffs right now, as they as they have been. But six and four, you win in your last ten. Yeah, I think they're beating Baltimore right now. Um, yeah. You know, I I'm okay with them. I I don't think that they've played incredibly well uh, on the road. Actually, they're pretty good. They're actually better than they're, I thought. They're about 500. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty good on the road. Um, I'm okay with them being at number nine right now. Yeah, like I, don't I said mind I. Either. Uh, I, I You could have flip-flopped the Padres and the Blue Jays if you wanted to. I would have been okay with either one of those. I just – I don't know. I kind of – I think if I, they weren't the Blue Jays, I would agree with you. But because I have such high expectations for them, there's like a mental block for putting them I in get the it. power rankings. You know what I mean? Because they've just been so disappointing to me. I thought they were going to be a 100-win team. And they just haven't been anywhere close to that. But, yeah, you, I mean, looking at their stats, they're pretty even to me. What you just said about the Blue Jays is how I feel about the Padres. Not me because I didn't think they fixed their problems. Okay, I thought they did with their pitching. I really did. Their pitching's good. Their pitching's still good. It's been good. The problem is they don't have a core. No, they don't. They don't. Um, but yeah, okay. So number nine. All right, number nine, Blue Jays. Um, oh goodness, I just had an absolute brain fart. Yeah, oh, at number eight. Sorry, at number eight are the Rays. I was hoping that you were gonna maybe shake some things out above them ahead of the Yankees just for fun. But I, yeah, I thought about it. I didn't. The Rays are playing really good baseball right now. Um, Seven and three. I hate watching them. I hate it. They I actually suck. like it. They're not fun. They're not good. No, they are good. They're, they win, but they're not good. <laughs> you know what I okay. mean? You watch I them. And you're no, like, I don't win? know what you mean. They're, they're good. No one they have hits the ball hard. It's like they luck into an error. They don't. They limit the mistakes they make so much that when anyone else makes a mistake, they win. Have you heard anything on McClanahan? No, God, I love Shane McClanahan. I hope he's okay. Um, I feel they've said it's an impingement, which you can you can fast track a rehab for that um, if you have the right doctors, which the Rays have really good medical staff. They always have. Um, he's from Baltimore, by the way. Didn't know that. Um, nope, didn't either. He'll be back. I, I think he's on the fifteen day IL. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I think he'll be back when that time's up. Okay. So when the 15 day you know, drop, I think he'll be back. The guy that we haven't talked about, and we've talked about Rasmus, and we've talked about obviously McClanahan, we've talked about a lot of the guys, but Jeffrey Springs has been incredible for them. And I don't really get it either. He he's a funky lefty, but he, and he only throws like 92. 
But man, his fastball has to play up. He has to be deceptive. I, I like everything. Did, did you know that the two point six ERA for nothing? The Red Sox just like gave him to the Rays. I know two point six ERA for them. And you know, like you said, he is a funky lefty. He throws strikes. Um, he throw he gets a lot of strikeouts. He gets more swings and misses than he, I think he should. He throws pretty hard. Does walk a few too many guys, but he's young. I mean, I feel like that was another great steal for them. Yeah, along I mean, with Brady's, the right, who is also what, playing so great for them. That's what kind of that's what I think when you look at them, you're like, man, how are they doing this? Like what I said, when, they, when you watch them, you don't think that they're good. They just know how to maximize every player's value, and that's the best thing you can say about a team that doesn't have the budget of the Dodgers. That they maximize every every single person on that team, they find a way to maximize what they can do, and that's what they've been doing, and that's why they win. So such yeah. a credit to their to the entire philosophy. One also obviously to their manager. I mean, we Kevin massive Cash. fans. He's awesome. Ma- massive fans of Kevin Cash, um, but also to the players. Like you got to get twenty six guys to buy in mm-hmm. to that philosophy, and it doesn't matter who the twenty six are. It seems like they all buy in. Here's the thing. You, they go after guys like Jose Siri. They go after guys like Isaac Paredes. Guys that are kind of like, they have a lot of talent, but they're throwaways from other organizations. So they really Randy don't have Rosarina. to go buy in. Randy, right. I mean, I mean, Randy's, yeah. I mean, he's, yes. one of their, he's like a staple in the organization now. Like, Brandon yeah. Lau's like the only player there that I look at and I'm like, that's an all-star. You know what I mean? Right. Well, outside of their pitchers. Yeah, outside of their pitchers. Yeah, outside of right. Atlanta, um, okay, you ready? Right. You ready to finish? That was number eight. Number seven, the Yankees. They dropped to seven. I don't like the Yankees. Their team, I'm going to be honest with you, their team, like, you know how people go through lows, you're like, they're going to get out of it. They're not. Their team's not good. You, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you bad props. You're always joking about you always patting yourself on the back. But you have been saying this to me since May. It didn't make any sense. Look at their lineup. No, you were, but the funny thing was, here was, was funny, was every day you would tell me this, and then I would turn on MLB Network, and it was like they were the polar opposites. Like this was the 27 Yankees. And then you look through the stats and you're like, no, 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 no. But yet they, that was the narrative being run out there in May and June about the New York Yankees was this, oh, ridiculous lineup. It, it hasn't been. Josh Donaldson hasn't been great. Rizzo, been was, Rizzo was great. He hasn't been too great since he came problems. back. Um, Stanton's been hurt. DJ LeMayhew, I love DJ LeMayhew. I've been a fan yeah. of his forever, but he's not putting up DJ numbers. IKF, I mean, he has one home run. DJ doesn't have an extra base hit in his last 40 at bats. You're getting almost zero production from the catcher spot as far as offense. Well, that's goes. not true. Trevino's really good. I like him a lot. I forgot. Okay. That's okay. He's fine. He's, he's not fine. one of the best hitters. But, I like him. you know, you don't hit, they still don't have Harrison Bader back. He's still not back. You know the biggest problem that they called up. It's, uh, I watch a lot of talking Yanks because I'm a big fan of John Boy and Jake. Same. Um, they 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 called up Oswaldo Cabrera and Oswald Peraza, two of their top prospects, and they're not playing them. They seem no. to just be like dead set on playing Isaiah Connor Falefa and Josh Donaldson and whomever and right Aaron Hicks, and they're not playing them. They're like, it's weird. And as, I know you can't rely on two rookies to come up and save your season, but look at what they've done for the Cardinals. I was gonna say. I was gonna so, say. So, like, I don't know. I just think like, you look at their lineup every day. That's not a first-place lineup. It's not a best team in baseball lineup. It's not a 2001 yeah. Mariners competing for their record lineup. That's for damn sure. They don't have Ichiro, what's, Suzuki, and Jay Buhner. What sucks is they're going to get a first-round buy, and I hate that. No, they're not. You think the Rays are catching them? Yes. Okay. Let's go. I love it. All right. So, let's move on now. Number six are our boys from the West. I think that's right here. Yep, the West, the Mariners. 
I, I love that team so much. I love so the fact that they do that little dance in the outfield. I'm in the infield when they win. Um, I mean, 9-1 in their last 10. They just swept the Guardians. Uh, that I, I am a massive fan of that rotation. A guy that I don't think we've talked about enough. We've brought him up. But George Kirby has been fantastic. Logan Gilbert at the back end of that rotation. You're talking about a guy who potentially could be a top three starter on that end there. You've got Robbie Ray. What Luis Castillo has meant to that team is, is unbelievable. So their bullpen is completely underrated, I think. I, you, they're not they're not household names, but they come in. I, I watch. They come in every night and seem to do their job. And then you look at that lineup. You got Hanniger back. You got Ty France. You've got um, obviously J Rod. You, you've Winger. got yeah Jesse Winker. Hey, even starting to hit, really by good. the way. Hey, yeah, Suarez has been really good. Yep. Um, and and their catcher and Cal Raley. Yeah, didn't he just set the rookie record or the record for uh, home runs by a Mariners catcher? Or Maybe something I don't know. like that. Come up on our waiver wire. I can't believe he was still there. You have twenty home runs. Yeah. Hit one yesterday yeah. in the, in the yeah. 11th inning. Um, their bullpen is the most impressive thing about them to me. Agreed. Andres Munoz throws 102. That guy's nasty. Paul Seawald throws 92. Somehow he's nasty. Um, but then they got they have they're so good in their rotation right now because they addressed it. They have Chris Flexen and Matt Brash in their in their bullpen. I know. Like I know. that's that's a formula. Those are guys that can stretch on the playoffs. They're not a team that anyone wants to see in a three game playoff. No one they wants are to see them. Absolutely not. And I am really hoping. I don't know if it's going to work out this way. As of right now, it is that they get those three games at home. I hope so too. They're they, they're the biggest drought in North American sports for the playoffs. Yep, haven't so, been there since two thousand one. So, so I really number six, this is the year. Number six, the uh, the Mariners. It's so cool uh, to not, have a Mariners team that's good. I, love I know, Seattle. I love it. I should brought my jersey out. I'll have it out next week. I love Seattle. I love that city when their team's good. It's fun. Same. Um, number five, Cardinal State. Well, I'm gonna keep them there. Yeah. Um, I don't think I can I can't justify putting them above the other four teams. No. And I think honestly for them to be number five, that's probably I just don't know that they're gonna go <laughs> above them unless they obviously catch one of those teams. Mm-hmm. But what they're doing is is what they need to be doing. 21 and 7 in August. They're undefeated in September. We are right where we want to be, as far as I'm concerned. You're right where you want to be. I think three through five are very close to each other. Yes. And the power rankings for what I think you're going to do. And I think one and two are a league above everybody else. Okay, agreed. Now, now here's a shakeup. The Mets dropped oh, to number no. four. Yep. Is Max Scherzer okay? Do we know? I don't know. Haven't heard. Well, okay. So can I hear your reasoning for doing this before yeah. I talk here's about it? Here's the reasoning. Um, Mets are six and four in their last ten. They've lost two in a row. The Braves <clears throat> are seven and three, and they've won five in a row. And I just feel like right now, uh, that Braves rotation has taken sh- that. That is a team, if you look, I, I saw a tweet today, and in fact, let me pull it up, because um, I think I retweeted it. And it's it just literally, to me, sums up the fact that I almost wanted to put the Braves even higher, but I co- obviously couldn't justify that, because like you said, but if you look at what they've done since June 1st, they're 61-24, and 24, uh, 460 runs scored, 288 runs allowed, 141 home runs hit, only 71 homers allowed. I, I just think right now, I, I'm going to top to bottom, and I, you've heard me say this for three weeks now. I think they're better than the Mets. I think I think top to bottom, I like their roster the most in all of baseball. And they're going to get Alzi Albies back. And they're going to move Vaughn Grissom to left field, they said. Also, by the way, I, we didn't mention this, and I meant to, and I skipped right over it, but Vaughn kind of got caught. But the quote was hilarious, right? Did you see his quote? No. That essentially was – he was talking about his draft day, and he said, I thought I was going to be a Met, which would have been terrible. <laughs> <laughs> now, that shouldn't have got put out there, right? Because he didn't mean it. I I don't think he was taking a shot He's at He's a brave. Mets. He can say it. Right. 
but I'm saying, but you I thought that, that was hilarious. He's yeah, like, yeah. oh, and I thought I was going to be a Met, and that would have been terrible. Yeah, I at home. <clears throat> so that's my shakeup. I, that, I'm now, worried about three, two, one. Braves, Astros, Dodgers. I just think that the Braves are better than the Mets. I know that the, the overall Mets. record. Do what? I'm worried about the Mets. Not so, worried because I care. If so let me ask you something then. Why did you question me putting the? Why? I just wanted to hear your reasoning before oh, I. Responded. Was I wrong or was I right on? No, that? I agree with you. Okay. I, I think the I've thought the whole time the Braves are a better team, but I just haven't been able to put them ahead of the Mets because the Mets have yeah. been better. I I think but, they passed them. Max Scherzer's hurt. I, he might go out and try and start again, but if that guy gets dead arm again, like what are you gonna get in the playoffs? Jacob Degrom, I love him. I think he's the best pitcher I've ever seen. Um, can you trust him to be healthy? I don't know. And what's he look like in the playoffs? We haven't seen that since 2015. But also, P. Alonso stopped hitting completely. He's not doing anything productive right now. Lindor's good, but he's – I mean, he's not – you're a three-hitter in a good lineup, right? You, can we agree on that? Brandon Nimmo's a great baseball player. Can I say something? Uh, Somebody pointed Carolina this out. Guys. Yeah, go ahead. Tommy Edmond has had a better year than Francisco Lindor. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you can say that. I really don't. I don't know if you can say that. Lindor's had a really good year. I saw somebody put the stats up against it, and it did kind of floor me how, like, how close no, it is. You can't say it. Well, the war's better. Lindor is a seven seventy seven OPS and a and eighty six RBIs and twenty one homers. And they're paying him how much? Well, yeah, that's that's not that's not the equivalency here, though. You can say I, I that Tommy Edmonds. You can say Tommy Edmonds' value for what he can there bring you to go. the team. Okay, that's better. That's but you can't say Lindor's having it. He's having a better season than Lindor. That's a smart way to look um, at it. But. Yeah, I mean, I just don't think that they have a lot. I've been saying this, and I know that people disagree with me, and I get it because they've been doing it all year. I just don't know how their lineup can stack up to the top, other top four teams in baseball. And, yeah, I'm throwing the Cardinals in there. I'm top four teams in the National League. I just don't – I don't think their lineup stacks up. You have to have Scherzer and DeGrom absolutely shove every time they're out there. And that's just saying that the two guys who have had injuries in the past two months stay healthy. Yeah, if I agree. If Scherzer and DeGrom go down, they're done. I'm saying that now. They have no chance. Absolutely. Well, Why I mean, they, they're lucky because they have Bassett and Walker and Carrasco. Those guys can't dominate guys, the game like they need to. That's the problem I agree. they're having. And I don't think their line's good enough. I think you, they need their pitchers to dominate the game in okay. the playoffs. With, I, we're in agreement. Um, like I said, three is the Braves. I have the Astros, two, and I have the Dodgers, mm-hmm. one. Like, I, I don't know that those are going to – I don't know the one and two are going to change. I don't know what those two would have to do for me to move them from those spots. They'd have and to that's even like with them not having Verlander. Like, I, I wanted to honestly move the Braves up. Because of the question marks with Verlander, I could. There's no question marks. He got back to my old. He's fine. Yeah. yeah like okay, that, fair. That's the, uh, what Jose Arquiti is doing. That's a, if you want to talk about a guy we don't talk about enough. I know. Jose I Arquiti agree. Because that, that guy's been incredible. Uh, shut out last night. Eight Ks. Yeah, eight Ks so, last night. He's so good. I'm a big Jose yes. Arquiti fan. I traded him for nothing, by the way, in fantasy like two years ago. Yeah, you're um, have, you've had possibly the worst fantasy baseball year of the year of, of – like that, this year, no, I've rebuilt. I have got, I have a good team for next year. Ty France, okay, sure. Basement. I'll oh, see you yeah. when I believe it. All right, hey, since with all the Albert talk, you'll see you it. Could, it. <laughs> the other night, I, oh, by the way, don't forget tomorrow night. I need you to get a hold of uh, Stilty and Dylan. Don't forget draft to seven tomorrow night for our pod. Second, yeah, I'm not prepared for that. I need to look at that. I need to look at yeah, second year pod. Uh, I had a very good draft Friday night. We'll see. All my players will end up getting hurt, so that's what will happen. At least but, you didn't have Travis Kelsey and. Tyreek Hill get COVID on the la- the semifinals playoff week. Like I did, did not, did not have that. Did not have that. So anyway, can you text four. them? Cause I don't have their numbers and let them know. They know. Uh, we will report back next week how the pod draft goes. Yep. Tuesday night, seven o'clock. I'm drafting a running back early this time. On the who? Now. Okay. 
Um, uh, the other night I couldn't sleep. Okay. So I laid awake and was thinking of a tweet I was going to like construct, but I didn't. But about like who in our game right now, and I, we don't spend a lot of time on this because I don't think we need to. But it is something I want to talk to you about. Who in our game right now are surefire heading to Cooperstown? Do you know what I mean? Like surefire, so, like, I'm going to throw some names dumb. at you. I'm are you a, saying like if they retire today, they're in. I'm saying that if their career continues to play out the way it is, or if they were to retire today, all right? So that, okay. that's kind of two caveats. Does that make sense? Yep. And, and when I looked at pitchers, there's only a handful to me. Um, obviously, Verlander, Kershaw, I, Grinke to me is a Hall of Famer. Yep. And Scherzer, those guys are in 100%. I think DeGrom's in. Do you agree Should with be. that or not? Okay. Um, do you agree that Kenley Jansen's in? Yeah, no. No. Now it's Billy Wagner gets in. Okay. All right. I, I didn't do a deep dive into Kenley Jansen's numbers. They're not uh, Billy I just, Wagner. And who's not in, which is weird. Weird. Okay, now here's where I get to the question. Is Adam Wainwright, like, looking at Wayno's numbers. Um, and honestly, DeGrom's war was lower than I thought. 41. And that's because he started a little bit later. He's had so many injuries. Give him three problems. more good years, and he's at 65. Right. Right. Uh, honestly. Honestly, okay. three more DeGrom years if he's healthy. So, Wayno, here's my question. 43 for his war, right? I, I don't know that that's going to get it done. You're talking about a guy who probably retires this year. If he doesn't, he might get the war up to 47. I don't know. Um, he, I mean, he blows everybody else on the list away from underneath him in innings. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on, on Here's Wayno? what I'll say. If he doesn't get to 200 wins, he doesn't have a chance. Okay. Um, do I agree with that? Not, not really. Um, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think, I don't think you can talk about the last 10 years of baseball, 15 years of pitching baseball without talking about Adam Wainwright. So I for agree. me, he should be in the museum of greatest baseball players of all time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He was, just one, I was, I, I hadn't really looked in a while. I was shocked how low his war was obviously missed my, quite a few years. Pitchers were obviously a weird thing. Also yeah, the thing had about a couple war low well. years. I think it's going to be hard for him. I think it's going to be hard for him to get in. The thing about war as well is it changes. Like there was one, they did a defensive change on baseball reference last year that shifted. They brought some guys war down 15 war and like crazy things. So for me, war is not a stat that should be, you should look at it, but look at it and look at other things alongside it. Cause war is not a perfect stat. I agree. Um, I don't know. For me, I, I'm biased. So I can't really give an opinion. That's not that. Cause I've watched him every five days for my whole life. Um, I think he's a Hall of Fame baseball player. I don't know. So do I. I mean, I think if you want consistency, you got it. If you want longevity, you got it. If you want loyalty to your team, you got it. If you want a guy that pitched on the big, biggest stage in 2006 and won us a World Series, you got that. He's checked all the boxes for me. The only thing he hasn't done is won a Cy Young, and he's been pretty close multiple times. Um, Jansen wins a World Series this year and has a big postseason moment. You think he, it, it helps his chances? Or do you just think it's going to be really hard for him to get in? I think he's a Hall of Famer, but I don't think he'll get in. Okay. All right. He should be a Hall of Famer. So do I. That's where I, I was Craig kind of Kimbrough going with that. Craig Kimbrell should also be a Hall of Famer. You answer him, but Craig Kimbrell should be in the Hall of Fame. That, that I was going to get to him. Yeah. Only a 21 war, but again, I don't care. It's a relief pitcher. I agree. I agree. So he was going to be next on my list. As, as, and that, you see any, I'm are there to any see other? see what Moe's war is. Who? Mo. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. 56. My God. Yeah. God, yeah. Yeah. Now he did it for a long time. But yes. I well, mean, Kimbrell's only 21, dude. I don't think Kimber, like if I think Jansen gets in before Kimbrel. 
Wow. Four to three. Orioles just hit a bomb. Um, I would uh, – I don't know. I don't think so. I think Kimbrough's right. actually better for his career. Any other pitchers you see? Bumgarner, you think he gets in because of postseason? No. Okay. Yeah, Craig Kimbrough's a Hall of Famer. He's a 2.3 career ERA with 393 saves. Yeah. Um, pitchers. I don't think I can think of anyone else. I agree. Okay. So let's get to the hitters. All right. Um, and I'm going to go through a list. And I think the ones that I'm going to go through, you're going to. I have an interesting agree. question for you. Yes. One question. If Otani does this for two more years, is he a Hall of Famer? I was going to. I don't know. I didn't even want to get to that yet. My answer is yes. Four years. You think four years of five. Well, of six this, years. Straight. Of what he's doing right now. Yes. He's yeah. a Hall of Famer. I mean, no one's ever done it. Mm, no one will ever no do one. Um, you don't think so? See that that well, that's another conversation we'll have another time about yeah. two way players in the future. Yeah, that just happen. fascinates me of how long does Shoy Otani have to do what he's doing now? I don't know. Being the greatest baseball player to ever live for to get in. Yeah, that's it's a great question. Because even right now, I'd want him in there because he deserves to be what, in. What do they say? Uh, put that on the back burner. Let's do that. Let's put that on the back burner and we'll get to it. Okay, let's go through hitters. All right, so this is this was my list. All right, of guys, Yadi's in. I don't count him as because of his hitting. I count him because of his defense. You agree? He's, just, he's an anomaly. He's in. Okay. Um, Albert's in. Yes. Trout's in. Yep. Right. We're, obviously. Um, Miggy's in. Yep. Joey Votto's in for me. I don't yeah, even think it's an too. argument. Yeah, but okay. Todd Helton needs to get in first. Um, Goldie's in. Yeah. He's on his way. Okay. He'll get in. Um, now, it starts to get to the list of guys that I think are going to get in. All right. No so I'm, I want to get your quick. Let's do a quick take so we don't stay here all day. Um, Evan Longoria. No. Okay. Would it surprise you to know that he has almost a 60 war? No. Not until Scott Rowland gets in, correct? He's not in. Evan okay. Not all right. Mookie Betts. Yes. Agreed. So he was on not my close. list also. He's in. Um, Nolan. You're in. Not even close. Okay. Agreed. Machado. In. Agreed. He'll get okay. to 3,000 hits. We're, we're on the same wavelength here. I'll Freeman. get to 3,000 hits. In. Okay. Um, now, here's one that people are going to hate. I think he's in. I want your first reaction. Altuve. In. Okay. All right. I he's looked up second baseman. Like, I looked up his numbers at second base war. Uh, higher, than, like, his average per 162. Better than Roberto Alomar's. How about that? That doesn't surprise me. Jose Altuve is one of the best hitting second baseman ever lived. 46 war currently. I mean, he's only 32 years old. I think, you know, if he has another five years of three to four war, Right, that you're talking about a mid 60s. That's one that I'm very passionate about too. I don't know if you know this about me. I, I do. So passionate that Jose Altuve should be in the Hall of Fame, like he yeah. should be. I'm in agreement. He's one of the best players I've ever seen. I'm in agreement. Okay, let me give you just a couple more. Um, I think Harper's in. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. talking about a guy at 29 already at a 43 WAR. If Is he's he going to get to 3,000 hits, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's an interesting one. I haven't looked at his stats, but he's going to play for a while. Okay, one last one that I really want to nice, get your thoughts on. Aaron Judge. Let me look at how many career home runs he has. Yeah, he's only 30. He has 30, a 35 war, which, again, we're saying is not the end-all, be-all. He has to get to 500 home runs. How many does he have? 211. He could do it. If he has another two years like he's doing now or leaving a tick down, he gets in. I mean, that's 10 years of 29 home runs, and in the American League, in Yankee Stadium – that's doable. I don't think he'll be a Yankee. Okay. Oh, all right. All right. Mets come in and swoop him up. No, like it'll be a giant. Okay. Well, then that could hurt his bad, not the way he hits him. All right. So that, that was no, my no. list. Is there anybody, any, I said Freeman, right? Did I say Freeman? 
Yeah, I think okay, he's good. Out. Is there anybody off the top of your dome? Like, I could, I didn't get to the Acunas. I didn't get to the guys 25. It's not to do to them yet. Agreed. Agreed. So I didn't want to get to those guys. Is there anybody that you think I might have missed there? I tried to go through the list, and I was just like, um, you know, the one guy that I think is not going to get in because Jim Edmonds isn't in. But Andrew McCutcheon has had a hell of a career. Yeah, I talked about that too. He's not anywhere close to Andrew Jones, and Andrew Jones isn't even in yet, so I'm going to say he has no chance to get in. You know what Can I mean? Andrew Jones not just get – no, he's still – he's, he's on the he, – he's going to I hope in. he gets in. He really should yeah. be in. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. I don't think he's – if those guys have so much trouble getting in, then I just don't think Andrew McCutcheon can be in. You know what I mean? Because Andrew on, Jones was. Third on the list of active war, by the way, is Robinson Cano, but you have to discount him. He would have been in, but he's not going right. to now. Yep. Yep. Okay, so good. That was cool. I, I just kind of oh. – I didn't want to spend a lot of time on that. I just kind of wanted your first takes. Uh, these were guys I was thinking about. Um, is there anybody else right now that comes to your mind before we get out of here? The only guy I want to mention because I would be uh, – it's hard to be in the – it's obviously – being in the Hall of Fame, very rare. Um, the, the hardest thing you can do in a sport. I would be shocked if Juan Soto does not end up being a Hall of Fame. I, like I said, I didn't – I just you know didn't what I mean? talk like, about the guy's 25 guy, and I, under. He just, he's just so good that yeah. he just comes straight to my head. I don't know what it yeah. is about him. Like, he's just so it. good. Yep. I just didn't want to – like I said, 20 – I mean, yeah, his numbers are obviously on the way. That's just somebody I didn't want to – Yeah. I didn't get to those guys. No. Honestly, I don't no. think I got to anybody under 27. No, all right, even uh, you didn't 29. Get I think Harper might have been the youngest. I think Harper might have been the Harper's 30, isn't he? 29. He's only 29 still. <laughs> he, Dude, he's he, gonna get to he might get to 900 home runs. What is this? <laughs> so, all right, anyway, um, a couple things I want to go anything else you need to do before uh, I, I go through a couple and we get out of here. So, I want to go watch the Cardinal game before we go to your grandma's. No, I'm good. All right, um. Two things. Just a reminder, we brought this up last time. Uh, if you are a college student or if you have a college student in your family, don't forget you've got free MLB TV. September baseball is here. That's four, four full weeks and then some, almost five, five, full, weeks five, weeks. Of five full weeks of baseball. Uh, and I think they also are extending that all the way through the winter, which means you can go back and you can watch old games. You get all their all that content on MLB TV. I think all you need is a college email, which every college kid has. So take advantage of it. That's like I said, it's an awesome thing. Plus it gives you the opportunity to watch those West coast games that not, you don't always get to see the Mariners, obviously the Dodgers, the Padres, those teams are running out there, but it also allows you those early games with the East coast to get to see the Orioles, the blue Jays, the Red Sox, who by the way, Red Sox have won five in a row. Doesn't matter. They made up half a game. No, you also, you also get on, you also get to get like, you get it on your phone. Like right now, I, the whole time I've been watching the Orioles blue Jays game. So you just yep. sound like that. All so right. I don't have to listen all to right. him all the time. I can watch this sometimes. Um, and second, tomorrow we start. Our white Put it in front of your face. You can't even see it when you do that. Can you see it there now? You go. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, we start our first giveaway. And I will have that out on Twitter. Uh, hopefully, Kev will get up in time before he goes and starts pounding and housing high noons since it's Tuesday. Thursday. Nah, well, whatever. I figure if it ended in Y, you were probably heading there. So yeah, I didn't know. But either way, um, it'll be up tomorrow. Here's what I think we settled in on. Uh, and I will put this up. I will put a picture of it up on our on our Twitter page. I'll also have it on our Facebook. But what we're going to ask is that you follow us on Twitter, retweet the tweet, and then take a picture of our YouTube page with your subscription, uh, which, by the way, is free. And boom, you're in. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, how long do you think we should run this for? A couple weeks? A week? 
I don't know. I've never done this before. I don't know. I'll figure that after the show. Okay. Well, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna run it for a minute. So okay. you've got a little bit of time. It'll we'll be have in it the up. tweet. The tweet will well, say how long. Yes. Boom. We'll have it up for this week. Uh, pretty excited about it. And then in two weeks, we've got another one. Yep. All 1982 Cardinal related. Yep. All right. All right. So um, before we get out of here, once again, you can find us on at on Twitter at more underscore noble at Caleb Noble 08. I've been trying to retweet as many of your things as possible so that they're all right there on our page also so that people can go to both. And then boom, they've got they can follow us both and have it in both places in a pretty organized manner. I don't know. I'm I mean, I'm retired. What else do I have to do? Uh, two, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, more the more you noble sports podcast. Please go. Uh, obviously, if you're watching this, please go to YouTube when you're there. We're get we are getting way more views than I. Hey, shout out to us on this. Um, a lot of views on YouTube. When you're there, just click that subscription tab. We would greatly appreciate it. It helps us. It helps us for ads. It helps us for revenue. It's a button. It's, it's for, not a tab. It's a button. Whatever it is. It's paying for Caleb's college. Whatever. Right? It's whatever. free. It's not paying for my college. It's free. No, I'm, say, I'm saying the ads. Okay. Yeah. It'll help. Right? Don't try to discount our what we're doing here. Let's wrap it um, up. Pay attention to Twitter for that. Uh, you guys are awesome. Have an amazing, if you're watching this tonight, Hopefully you had an amazing Labor Day. Hopefully you're celebrating a Cardinals win. Uh, get out this week. Go see the Cardinals. Go see Albert. Go see everything. The weather looks unbelievable here in St. Louis. Y'all are the best. Everybody stay safe. Take care of each other. Be kind. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers. The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. Noble.